Warning, foul language may occur due to the subject matter. Hi there, this is the old 77. It's a safe place in an unsafe world. Oh, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe place in an unsafe world. Before we start today's show, we want to thank our Patreon subscriber, yes, sir. Toby. Thank you. You are Toby. a subscriber of the show. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thanks for being associated yes, with us. Yes, Mr. Oh, Toby yeah. Dean. Thank you, sir. He gets to listen to all the inside shit. Yes, he gets. Uh, he actually gets this episode uh, about a week early. Nice. So nice. yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome for him. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love every bit of it. Just don't turn it into the police, please. Mm. Tonight we have a special guest. Yes. Please welcome JP. JP's on the show. Hey JP, how's everybody doing tonight? What's up, man? We're good, man. Good. Got myself a beer here, cold yeah. beer. Uh, What's everybody Scott's drinking, by the way? We're all on. drinking. What's everybody drinking? Ginger ale. <laughs> What do you got? I got the uh, Miller Lite. Got the Miller Lite. What, what are you drinking, JP? Uh, strawberry Bud Light Seltzer. Hey, man, it's a safe place you in know? an unsafe yeah, world, bro. I don't, ca- I don't care what you do. I'm drinking a Corona Premium 90 calorie. Nice. You know how they make that? <laughs> oh, I'm no. afraid to know. They let horses just piss in cans. Yeah, I totally believe it. <laughs> but <it's... laughs> then they water it down because we that talk- shit's gold. So we were just talking about alcohol and you drink alcohol based on like the season, right? Right. Like bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Fall, winter, spring, and then summer, it's like gin and tonics, Bud Lights, seltzers, Bud Light yeah. Corona. I yeah. mean, it's kind of funny how, like, in our minds, it's like that flavor that we want at that time well, of year. Yeah. You think we're programmed that way, like, by yes. nature? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Advertising. Who that's, the hell? That's exactly well, that's not what by I was nature. Say. That's by, by that's other exactly humans. what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, it, yeah, if it wasn't for COVID, like, we used to go to get Mexican food. On 179, and then get margaritas, sit on the patio. Like you get that summer wind. Great thing about Mexican restaurants, man they they do not skimp on the alcohol at Mexican restaurants. Mm -mm. No, not the ones around here. They don't. No sir. You know, in the wintertime, your body hair grows a little longer. Drink bourbon. Yeah. Is that because of the bourbon? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Just to just to keep yourself warm. You know what I mean. I think. Hey, I look think, at my back. It's like a rug right now. <laughs> That's like the world's worst magazine body hair and bourbon. Oh. Oh. Or it's the world's best. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure if there's not know. a magazine, there's at least it's, a website it's dedicated. It's very cringy. Uh, That's. They're, they're, they're you know, very, there's uh, likely a website. This 18 year old bourbon goes great with my armpit hair. <laughs> yeah. But she's like a French girl and she's smoking. Oh. Le bourbon. <laughs> You made a con. Back hair in Beaujolais. <laughs> hey, do you have a fake leg? That's a good band name. <laughs> fake back leg? Hair. No, oh. no, no. Back, oh. back hair in, in Beaujolais. Yeah. Did I pronounce mm-hmm. that right? Okay. Yes. You know, I've got like, because so, I'm a musician, so I have like a, a long tab of like possible band names, you know? Hell yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, no. It's, so that's, I'm going to add that one to, thank my, you. to my list. It's... Even if you're not a musician, if you're not secretly tabulating band, band names in your head, Absolutely. are you really even living? Hey, it's a fun thing to do. I'm yes. sorry, if you're not stealing band names, mm. are you even living? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple band names that I've, I've John, from other dudes. John, what so. do you think about this one? Blue Titty Milk. <laughs> Jeez. It'd be a great band name, right? Right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. What are we playing? Blue Titty Milk. What's the genre? I'm thinking What's like... Because to me, I a lot of... you guys. A lot of names are genre dependent. <laughs> What is the genre of blue titty milk? I'm thinking I would think it's, it's going to be uh, very smooth, jazzy. I was going to say blues, <laughs> man, because we're the blue titty milk. So this we one goes out to all the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm hearing blues in my head. 
I don't know. I'm thinking a blue oyster cover band. <laughs> but they've got the theme of the third set of Star Wars prequels. Nice. And it's all played on cowbell. They're all dressed up like Jedi's and shit. Yeah, no, I, I'm thinking of like Luke specifically taking a swig of that crap, and like, <laughs> and that's what that's where oh, this came from. Oh yeah. Did John just get the reference without us even having to he give sure it? John, did you figure that nice. out beforehand? No, I just uh, NC2. John, you're, man. you're so intuitive, man. ESC, we were so worried man. that no one would get that. Yeah. <laughs> right away, man. As sharp as attack. I, I like this I guy. I don't know who you think you're talking to. I, you know, I don't either, apparently. It's like, I don't even know you, man. I still can't get that image out of out of my head. Of no, no, just, no. With his just blue-green shit all it's over his face. Blue-green running down his beard. Yeah. Just no shame. He needs to, he needs to and shave And the alien just sits there like, oh, yeah. Oh, get it, get it. I think that's just like, that is how long he has lived alone. You know? That, I, that's, that's his thing. I've been single you for think a he hot just, sec. Yeah. And... I wouldn't be sad if there aren't some areas in life. I, you know, I have turned feral, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I can still operate within the boundaries of society for the most part. <laughs> but as a single man of some standing. We've all been there, man. Yeah. I am a little bit feral. Do, do you think right. like Luke, enjoy it, brother? That's what I'm saying. Do you saying. think Luke just kind of like uh, kind of just like chilled out on a bluff across from that alien and just like whacked off and. Oh, he well the whole time. Oh yeah, look at those blue titties. That, that air, that alien. <laughs> that's that's the worst case of mastitis I've ever seen. It's the in my best life. I can get right yeah, now. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's, yeah, by no, myself for like eighty years now. At that point, without the internet, it's yeah, it's it's like you're looking at shapes in the rock. Yeah, right. Clouds. Like, oh, that kind of. <laughs> you're like, no, I can fit my dick in that crack. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, do you force choke yourself just a little bit? Just a little bit. I never got into that, man. Right. I never understood what that was all about. No, it's it's. I learned from Michael Hutchins. Yeah, that's just, that's the first person I think of, man. David, David Carradine. Carradine. Yeah. And then yeah. I always joke around and yeah. I say that's the way I want to. You go. know, you can really date a dude if he comes to you and he's like, "Yeah, man," and we talk about that. He's like, "You're gonna pull a Carradine?" Yeah. Oh, you're that. Okay, guy. who's Carradine? <laughs> David Carradine. Which one's that? So he was uh, Kung Fu, the dude who was Kung Fu. Yeah, he was. He walked uh, the earth. What's mm. that? Yeah, no. And then he was in Kill and then Bill. He, oh, yeah, he was Bill. He was Kill Bill. Bill. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's David Carradine. Okay, okay. He And he went that way. So, yeah, so yes, he did. Yeah, uh, he did. Allegedly. I see. Right. Allegedly. It there. was in Thailand, right? <clears throat> yes, so it was, was in Thailand. He was promoting something in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And, and God knows what happens. What there. happens in Thailand. That's yeah, like man. the Vegas of the area, I'm sure. Yeah, there's some That's, crazy shit that goes down in Thailand. That is the Bermuda Triangle of the area. <laughs> you know, there is... You're liable to never That's, be yeah, found again. That would yeah. be more like the Herpes Triangle of the yeah. area, I'm thinking. Yeah, you're it either... Comes back. Yeah, you end up either making, like, larb... <laughs> or you're doing heroin or you are found like three years later as a skeleton laos is like an object of fetish worship. right right <sighs> oh man made into a plaster statue that all of worship and adore who no, amongst thank us you. no thank amongst you. us <laughs> put your hand down Dave oh sorry <laughs> oh, dude I'm just knocking shit over over here. I thought this was a safe space. Mind. It is a safe space. Okay, it's a safe space. It's a- <laughs> Damn it, I am shamed on my own show. <laughs> <laughs> Show's over, folks. Oh. But uh, how about that explosion? Holy <laughs> shit. This week. Oh, the, the Beirut explosion? The yeah. Beirut the explosion. Beirut, good. 
That was the smoothest. I'm with you, man. That shit was so intense. That thing was was a big one. And then there's that montage online where it's yeah. like just the different like views of oh the multiple angles. Yeah, the multiple angles of the explosion. We were talking about this earlier. Dude, you just got a butt it's in like, here. It's just like the, the perfect storm for this explosion, right? Right. Yeah, I, I was just thinking, uh, when I think of montage, now I think of the Team America song. Fuck God, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Montage. America, fuck yeah. It's a montage. That's a total aside. No, because... Thank you for the explosions, Matt. Bro, those were amazing. <laughs> that's not quite what it sounded like because it was just one big one. Well, no, there were some small ones beforehand, right? <laughs> well, those were the fireworks that allegedly allegedly set this thing off. Right, <sighs> right, right. So do allegedly. We, so how, how solid those is this story? Were, do you think? Like, do you think that they're telling the truth? 95 percent solid. Yeah. 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 Okay. Man, I'm I, I'm just happy it wasn't an act of war. Because when I first saw that thing, I well, thought, holy well, shit, here we go. go. Yeah, I think that's what everybody was worried about. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and given the history of Lebanon, what's yeah, going on right. in Syria, right. what's going on in Turkey, mm-hmm. what's going on in Iraq. So I just yeah. read a story about countries. I just sure. read a story about where uh, somebody had counted up like backpack nukes in Russia, and they were missing like like a handful of them too. Oh, that makes me feel good. Like, how like, you... like nuclear weapons just seem to disappear in Russia. Oh well, no, and, and that was literally the worst part, the worst case scenario of the dissolution of the Soviet Union right. was the distribution of the nukes. nukes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's still there's still nukes in silos over there, right? Uh, absolutely. There, there are. Absolutely. You've got them in uh, a lot of the uh, Central Asian republics. That's right. Your Tajikistan, your Uzbekistan, all Kazakhstan, the stands, pretty much all the stands. Yeah. So um, when the, so when the Soviet <laughs> Union broke up, did they like stop keeping tabs on all the nukes? How did that work? How did that happen? There was a massive decentralization uh-huh. of everything within the Soviet Union. Now there is still a, an oversight at this point by Russia of a lot of the at this point, uh, yeah, let's call them SSRs. Pretty much, yeah. Because they're officially mm-hmm. uh, the CIS, the Commonwealth of Independence. Right, States. right. Uh, so there is some basic oversight by Moscow, but there is the question of Moscow's interests in whether or not these things are going to continue to be well-contained or, let's say, not well-contained. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is one. Right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And that's all, That that's that's the fear, too, is yeah. all it takes is one backpack nuke. That's it, yeah. yeah. And then from there, man, chain reaction. Yeah, and, and the thing about a backpack nuke <clears throat> is it's got so much of less of a yield right. than mm-hmm. your larger, you yeah. know, more but, conventional nuclear weapons. Well, and I even hate to say this, but if one was to go off, that's what you would want to go off because there would be less radiation for it. However, it's, a, it's small enough you can get it to where more people will be. Yeah. And it's a tool of destabilization. Right. Absolutely. It's not necessarily a tool of destruction. Right. It's a, it's absolutely terrorism. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's you know, the uh, Beirut or Irish car bomb gone, mm. right? Know, literally nuclear. Yeah. Yeah, could you imagine that with the IRA back in the day? Oh, my if God. If they oh, had something be... like that, you, you wouldn't even know of any of Well, the country would be gone, pretty much. Yeah, we would have even less of a sense of what the United Kingdom actually is at this point than we right. do right now. Right. That's true. Absolutely. Wow. 
not even with Brexit, but just with the individual uh, independence movements within the countries that make up the UK. Right. Absolutely. And that was some movement back then, too. I mean, we were alive for that. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, talking like... Yeah. Yeah, late yeah, 70s, early 80s, like yeah. everyone in this room. Was. It went through the 90s. And the way that it got, it was viewed through the American media landscape versus the, you know, greater British and Irish media landscape sure. is fascinating. Yeah. Depending on what, you know, what kind of news source you're looking at, you know, the ripple effects that came out afterwards once um, the armistice was declared and all that stuff. And yeah. it's. What year was it when they, they formed peace? Uh, let's see. Senator George Mitchell would have been in charge of that. And I want to say it was the early 90s, maybe early 92. 90s? Okay. So um, is there some kind of organization still alive in the UK? Well, like Sinn Féin still operates as a party within the Irish political system. Mm. Um, and, the, you know, Jerry Adams, leader of Sinn Féin. Sure. It was the former prime minister of um, former prime minister of Ireland, I believe. Mm hmm. Hmm. and was a member of the IRA back in the day. And that was one of the kind of objections of him joining the larger government of the United Kingdom. How about that? But yeah, I, I believe Sinn Féin is still active. Hmm. Right, as as a group. Yeah, yeah, as a formal They're political a po party instead of yeah. a revolutionary faction. Well, that's pretty much what all those revolutionaries mm -hmm. rolled into was political, right? Well, and, and you if see it's still around. Yeah, and you see it in a lot of countries that aren't necessarily the United States. Right, true. You know, the ANC in South Africa went from a rebel party led by a convict mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the ruling party of South Africa. The, yeah, the right. rule. Yeah, right. Just goes to show you how quickly things can change, man. I mean, look, at the, not, look at the Nazis back in the 1930s. Well, right. Yeah, no, that was an incredible insurgency. And it took the that... right. it took the right perfect storm of... Bad, yes. bad economy. Everything was built on United States loans. When we went into the Great Depression, well, when we went, that into was it. it. We took the world with it. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. happened. They, Wall that's where they blamed. Yeah. Then they just blamed everything on the Jews and well, other nationalities. Well, and, yeah, and a lot of that is an incredibly weird subject that you would have to take a long view through the odd history of frankly, Christianity in Western Europe. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And how oh, yeah. it interacts with groups that were actually there previously to them coming in from Rome and Italy. It's, it's, we would have to do several special episodes, I believe, on this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn, you got us deep, dude. Woo! That's, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Ireland, we do have a listener in Ireland. Oh, we do have a listener. Yes, we have a listener in Dublin. In Dublin. Oh, yes. No. Sweet. So mm -hmm. thank you to whoever is listening in if Dublin. You, if you're still listening to us, um, thank yeah, you very thank much. Thank you. More power to you. And we have it. a listener in New Zealand as well, in Auckland, New Zealand, <laughs> believe it or not. Is that your buddy? Yeah, that's my buddy. I've been so it's, a kid I went, it's a kid I went to school with. I've been listening to his podcasts. Yeah, so he has a podcast, The Paranormal Sun. Check yeah. them out. I listen, so I listened to the two episodes about reincarnation. Ooh, nice. We, nice. Those were good. We, we talked good. about that a little bit on yeah. those mm -hmm. couple episodes we did. But yeah, man, it's a good podcast. I, I've subscribed to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good so, one. Right up my alley. Yeah. Paranormal S-U-N or S-O-N? S-O-N, the Paranormal S -O -N, Sun. S-O-N, yeah. Are you into that kind of stuff, John? I'm very interested in a lot of different topics, and that is definitely one of them. It's so very we had a topic. we had a really good uh, topic a while back about aliens and UFOs. What's your stance on those? Especially Life. with recent uh, news events in that, in that uh, vein. Um, I No, I do believe that life exists uh, outside of 
what we know. Um, I agree. I agree too. Yeah, yeah. No you know, doubt. Man, there it's are... arrogant to think that we're alone. Right. No, no, no. Exactly. And but what you keep running into is the Fermi paradox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm you know why hasn't anybody made well, contact with right, us yet? Because, because they're either ex- dead or we're the first. Because of the or well, they're the too distance. smart to contact us. That's another. It could be that, but it could just be the physical distance it takes a shit long amount but, of time for way, radio waves and things like that. And we are starting to see radio waves coming from right. places closer to us in the universe. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. saw a story the other yeah. day, like last week, maybe some something where they had just found something. It was the loudest sound in the universe, and they have no mm-hmm. idea what caused it. Yep. Interesting. Send wow. me the link to that, dude. Yeah. Or um, they just found a set of stars that are based on phosphorus. Yes. Dead stars that are based on phosphorus more than any they, other element. Yeah, they've not seen that before. Which was completely uncommon. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that inc- Yeah, it's just incredible. And that's one of the basic building blocks of life. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so have you seen the recent articles, like in the New York Times? Yeah. Uh, the declassified yeah. Uh, fighter videos. What do you make of those? What do you think the most likely explanation is for those uh, craft? I've got no absolute idea. I want them to be aliens. Yes. Me too, Absolutely. so that they're yes. not yes. Russian or where, yeah. anywhere well, else. And, and I do think that military technology, the major powers, is far beyond what we know. Yeah. But I think part of the corollary of that is that where did they get the technology from? It comes from from Alien. Because we have blown Moore's Law out of the water. Yeah, right. It's it's exponential growth of technology has just exploded. And we were talking about that on Mm -hmm. a previous podcast. That technology explosion was... Pre- preceded by Roswell like it seemed yep. like that yeah, shit it seemed all like right within that time frame mm-hmm. yeah and I mean this this new New York Times the, the the most recent New York Times article you know there are people quoted in that article as saying that that they have recovered you know pieces of craft that right. were beyond beyond this earth I think is the quote that they, they were beyond developed. our technology yeah and we're using them right now yes. in order to generate new kinds of technologies See, especially for the military if that's the case then we've tried to reverse engineer everything we can get yeah. our hands on if you look yeah. back at as we should if you look as back, we should if you look back a hundred years it is so primitive compared to what oh. we have now there has to be something to that it's with unrecognizable the ex- with the exception of Matt because Matt comes from a giant urban area your guys' grandfather probably had a horse and a buggy. Yeah. You Literally know, yeah. a horse farm in north central Iowa. I think right. my grandpa did, yeah. Well, you guys came from Portugal, though, so... Some of the family did. So, I mean, maybe... It's not like they were all Portuguese. No, I know that. <laughs> the Portuguese... Hi, the Portuguese Francis is, yes. <laughs> yeah. The Portuguese shines out when I get a good tan. <laughs> Well, it's Portuguese, so they spell it Francis with an S instead of a Z. Yeah, well, actually, like the, the Spaniard. I think no, the it's Francis <laughs> with an F. Uh, the name was originally Francisco. Francisco. Shortened it up. I think that's what my uncle said. So, so here's oh, for the real. Here, yeah. Here's was the that other an Ellis Island short. It ha- yeah, I think it yeah. was. Here's the other yeah. scenario going that's back. Cool. Going back to the the the, mm-hmm. uh, the UFO videos. That's cool. The other scenario is that these are military craft. Yeah. Yes. And that. The military or the government would like for us to think that they are alien craft, but in reality, they actually belong to us. Yeah, that could be happening too. Yeah, in that, in that video, Completely. though, yeah, the, the Pentagon video, yeah, the pilots sound so surprised on how yep. the movements are of the of the craft, right? I, but that, like they're like, oh my god, like what is this? But shit? it's not like they're telling pilots. 
it's not like the pilots are privy to the information that they belong no, but to what I'm us. saying is the way they kind of reacted to what they were seeing was yeah. this is unknown stuff to us yeah, yeah. That's that's why it's a very strong case that it's not ours. I, but, yeah. but then again, unless they came from planets that had very similar physics to ours, their stuff wouldn't necessarily perform in the way that it would in our atmosphere with our gravity. Right. Man, I think they've got all that shit figured out a million years ago. I've in which I think, I think so fits too. in again to the Fermi paradox. <laughs> yeah. That maybe this is a violation thereof. Mm-hmm. That this is one of these smarter civilizations trying to get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. At least taking coming in, taking a look, Seeing figuring out whether up. or not they yeah, exactly, exactly. This is the old Facebook post, right? Well, this right. is right. Yeah. Hey, the space poke. Here's space poke. I'm just yeah, gonna poke exactly. around, look around over here. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. we're gonna decide, you know, whether or not you're cool enough to hang out with. And if they went down and looked at our libraries and saw our history, they'd be like, "Well, these guys are fucking aggressive." See, yeah, good. that's just it. They don't have to. No, this planet has not been silent at all since the 1920s. We've been pumping radio waves and right. television waves. Correct. They're seeing everything Correct. that we have. The movie Galaxy that's Quest true. is literally gonna happen one yeah. day. Just yeah. some hot alien's gonna show up. I'll probably make out with her, and then we'll, you know, save the galaxy. Hey, Scott, how is that alien? Mm. Man, if any year is a good candidate for that to come out, 2020. The blue chitty muck was great. <laughs> <laughs> callback. Dude, we gotta do it on the callback. So, call or text the old 77 listener line at 572. 573-573-246-0779 or email us at the old 77 podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, Patreon, iHeartRadio now, iHeartRadio now, we are yeah. on Pandora, that's right, uh, we are also, uh, well we're on a slew of things, yeah. Yeah. I get these guys on everywhere. Spotify, right, you can literally find us Spotify, wherever you correct. get your podcast, that's where I follow us at is right. Spotify, yeah, yeah. so Anywhere. we'll take a break, We're going to come back for segment two with JP, Dave, got Matt and me next. Your memories, pregnancy, kids growing up, family, senior year of high school, getting engaged. You want to keep those moments forever. But the problem with most photographers is they decide which moments you keep. They'll sell you a single picture or a big all-inclusive package that might include photos you don't want at a cost that's outside of your budget. That's why I don't. You decide. A single photo, a single hour, you choose. You get all of your edited photos, everything, at Andrew Marie Photography. You get quality photos at prices you can afford. After all, they're your memories. Find us on Facebook, Andrew Marie Photography and Custom Design. Hey, welcome back to the Old 77. We are a safe place. In an unsafe world. And again, thank you to Toby Dean, our one and only sponsor on Patreon. Toby is on the $20 a month plan on Patreon. We have, what, uh, four different plans on Patreon. We have a $5 plan, a $10 plan, a $20 plan. Thank you, Toby. 
and a $50 plan. That's for your business, if you'd like. Mm. Comes with a, a sponsorship. Comes with a, yeah, it comes with a, a 30-second commercial that will air. Me and you will work with it together, and we'll make a 30-second commercial that will air during the entire length of your sponsorship. And let me tell you guys, these guys make great commercials. So it's funny. I, I went out. We do. I went out, and I was uh, talking with people, and I, I we printed out some posters. Mm-hmm. And I went out and I salted posters all over JC because we're trying to do local JC stuff, talking to local people in Jefferson City, trying to get our name out. So I I went down to Jay Finney's and the guys were, they must have just been talking about podcasts because when I walked in and they saw my poster, they were like, dude. And one of the guys at the bar immediately started questioning me. He's like, do you have any experience with this? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I got a little bit. I was like, I've been in broadcasting for about 20 years now. And I was like, my partner doing it with me, he's been in broadcasting for about 20 years now. Mm -hmm. So... It's like, oh, oh, so I can't just grab a mic and plug it in and do it? Well, you like, can. No, no, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can, but it's going to sound like shit. I mean, it, it, maybe. You know, don't know unless it, you it, try. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to do and that's what you're okay with and you can do that, then heck yeah, man. Yeah. Go for it. You don't have to sound polished, really. That's the beauty of podcast. That is the beauty of podcast. You can edit it and as, polish as, it as little or as much right, as, as you Right, as long desire. as you have content, you have anything that mm-hmm. anyone wants to talk but about. Sometimes you can't polish a turd. Right. <laughs> People are so used to like, you know, that's the broadcast videos. People are starving for like long form conversations these right. days. So and, and, and I hate to say it because I'm I'm in the audio industry, but I feel like audio as as a whole is is like on the decline a little. Maybe just a, a touch. People want audio and video now. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole the whole package. Right. Yeah. They want it all. They want kinda to see like, it and hear it. Kind of like how Rogan has it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll try to hook you all up with that at yeah, some we'll, point. We'll get there. Yeah. I mean, at some point, it's maybe. It's just I, our... I keep in mind, we all have faces for radio. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Speak and for all, yourself. And all... <laughs> you are a handsome <laughs> bastard, you. So my wife thinks so. I mean, no homo or anything. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's a safe place. Pause. <laughs> Everything has to come with a disclaimer these days, doesn't uh, it? I feel like that goes way back to kindergarten. It goes like back on the, to Seinfeld. On the, on the playground, you know. It's like, hey, uh, man, those, those, those jorts you're wearing, those are pretty hot, man. Fit your ass really tight. I mean, no homo or anything. See, I didn't hear no homo until I was like in my twenties, at least. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're so young. Damn you, young, you youngin. Well, either that or I'm just fucking ignorant to it. I just never had probably had been around forever, and I just <laughs> never heard it. We did it in the third, fourth grade. I started seeing it like on internet forums. Well, now you say like hashtag no homo. Well, now it's become a thing. Yeah. Now it's a hashtag. It went viral. You know what I hate, man, is when people talk like in hashtags. Yeah, yeah that's I, I get so it. annoying. Like it's like. Hashtag it's like, my day was great. Hashtag, um, the sun was shining. Hashtag, yeah. I had my pants down. That's right. It's like, <laughs> it's like, why don't you just tell us what you did instead of hashtagging yes. everything? Hashtag frying an egg. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. People like to get funny with their hashtags, man. Okay, here's... But well, why? I don't know. It's a thing, You man. ever ran across somebody who hashtags in real life? I think it's life. dumb. It's stupid. Hashtag IRL. So yes. they'd be like, so guys, uh, so yes. the other day I was talking hashtag, hashtag bathroom break. What? Yeah. Tonight, great podcast, hashtag field 77. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> hashtag shameless plug. Mm. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know? It's a whole different breed of man now, JP. Yeah, I, I, no, it, it's... Tell us. respect for yourself. Right. <laughs> everything that's happening in your life. Tell us, please. You don't absolutely have to say... Hashtag preach it. One of my favorite things. Don't record things. it. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Right? Savor it for yourself mm. and your loved ones if you're lucky enough to be around them at this point in time. Yeah. As a nice memory. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> that thankful. you'll eventually forget as you grow old. Mm. You'll be struggling to get that when you're like in your 80s. Just, just yeah. You just, you just hashtag when you get back there. <laughs> hashtag. Do you think there's like a generation of people? Better times. There's a generation of people now that like when they get old and they die. They're gonna have like hashtags on their fucking grave. I hope not. If they like, here's here's that's the equivalent of the old uh, the old English dude putting "I told you so." Yeah, Yeah. told you I was. Here's John Smith. Hashtag hashtag, had a great life. Uh, Yolo. I hope that. I hope that's the case. Yolo. Hashtag kiss my ass world. Hashtag you only live once. Bury me face down so everyone can kiss my ass. Right. Guy has. But, you know, if you can put gifts on tombstones, Mm. either today or within the very near future. That's right. People will definitely be putting hashtags on tombstones Uh, if they have not already. Is it it a one and done or do you update it? I I think that depends. You know, I mean, to your smartphone. Where we're at in terms of technology, right. how, how does it work? Is it like solar powered? How do they do this? I shit? would assume so. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. it has. And to it's be. you know just a basic chip that kind of loops everything. Through. Unless you're that big balling dude who has your grave hooked up with power. Yeah, well, you know, or you your gotta... graveyard has Wi-Fi, which Ooh. I think should be a requirement. Oh, I think so too. <laughs> well, then that opens up a whole. New- so then we got hologram technologies. When you walk up to the grave and there's a hologram of you that you can have a that pre-recorded cool conversation shit. with. That's oh, well, def- that's definitely going to happen. They already had a whole. They if already there had isn't a- Wi-Fi right. in this graveyard. This goddamn piece of shit graveyard. I'm in. They already had a hologram <laughs> of uh, Tupac on stage. I know. I saw that. Oh, that's that's right. been a while ago, that's too. Ridiculous. That was a long time ago. If they can hologram Pac and they can hologram Freddie Mercury. Then they can oh hologram. God, that would be awesome, Just dude. about anything. Then they can hologram my Love Nana. My <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Scott, your Nana headlining Coachella. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> She'll be yeah. up on stage with Tupac. Bitches. She's grinding up on Tupac. like Scott's got no, grandma. <laughs> ain't got no teeth. She's about Featuring four foot the weekend. Right. I love you, Tupac. <laughs> Make Dude, it happen. Singing songs Dude, about they can, doing lines. That's right. Oh, they can, Nana. They can Nana, ho- no. They can hologram. Glass table grandma. <laughs> <laughs> they can hologram Michael Jackson now, man. Right. Yeah. No, Three it's... Cheers, I'm back. Oh. After that documentary, Look I do Mike not love. want them to, to hologram that dude. Oh, why Why would you mm. after that thing? Did you see that documentary, John? Oh. We talked about it on oh, the air before. It no, me. Michael Jackson is definitely one of those cases of the artist versus the art. Yeah, absolutely. So can you yeah. separate the good, two? Is that easy point. for you to do? Are you a U2 fan? I feel like we need to ask that I am first. not a U2 fan. Welcome am, to the club, brother. I am not either. Um, Dude, we all four agree on that? I appreciated Edge more after that documentary that he did with Jack White and Jimmy Page. Yes. Yeah, I, I watched that. That was Thank a good you. documentary, for sure. That I was just going to say. I'll give him that. My dad has met Bono, and the main thing that impressed my dad really? about Bono was not his work on the international stage, but it was that he was taller than Bono. <laughs> yeah. And my dad's about 5'8". How did your wow, dad meet Bono? Is yeah. that sure? Uh, journalism. Okay. Wow, that's well, that's wicked. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't know Bono was that short, man. Oh, no. Bono's, Bono's as they say in uh, 
old sod. He's a wee lad. Yeah, he's a wee lad. Uh, I see. I've heard that. that a couple of times. He's a wee lad. Well, you know, it's funny oh, because he's a wee lad. you two are you two is such like a huge band, but like I don't really know anybody that like day. yeah that gets excited I, about you two. I do. Man. I do. I do. Okay. All right. I do, and it's weird. The fervency is weird. Uh-huh. It's like cult like kind of. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like if you remember like like uh the Grateful Dead. You remember how people would just mindlessly oh God, follow yeah. them? Yeah, dude. I that's feel like that's one. the same. I also cannot stand the Grateful you Dead. You know, I'm not a huge fan either. I'm I don't a, get it. I'm not I a huge Dead fan. Touch of no. Grey is a great song. That's, that's the only song that they had Uncle that Uncle John's band is a pretty good one. Uncle John's song. band is that's also good. good. What about Casey Jones driving the train home oh, yeah. cocaine? Yeah. That's a good one. Better yeah. watch your speed. But 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 uh, oh, uh, 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 Touch of Grey was the only Grateful Dead song that ever made it to the top. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they just had a huge so. They had a huge concert like following. Super fucking high to watch. But them, also, guys. like that's the same. That's the same people that are like listening to Fish, man. Like I just never really got into I Fish. I don't understand Fish. I don't like when I lived in Vermont. Panic. Yet another I, band. I when I lived get, in Vermont, yeah. everyone was a Fish fan. I'm so, like, what the fuck is Fish? So I've um, seen Fish three times. <laughs> and one of the dudes from Fish is from Burlington or something. Yeah, that's really? Trey Anastasio. Oh, oh, I think yeah. they're all from Vermont. They all oh, went so to yeah. college yeah. there. Yeah, they're I right mean, they're all, they were all U of V. So, so here's the from thing about they're Fish. They're all talented guys. Yeah. They're all talented. Oh, of course. Here's the thing about Fish, I just didn't dude. know who the hell they were. So the, the guys in Fish are incredible musicians. You guys know I'm a musician, so the musicianship yeah. is what I like about them. But, dude, like... Their actual like songwriting skills and like their lyrics are pr- usually pretty whack. Like when I listen when I listen to Fish, it's mm-hmm. more for like jams because I'm a yeah, guitarist yeah. and Trey Anastasia is a fucking great guitarist. Right, he is a good guitarist and they're a jam band, right? Oh, for sure. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. I had the misfortune of getting Golgi apparatus. Yeah, in my head on? years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it has not left sense. I was just say it. Yeah. And that is that is one of those ultimate examples of these guys are great musicians. Yeah. But the songwriting is ass. Yeah. Well, that's why some of their best songs are instrumentals, like You Enjoy Myself. Yeah. That's a Not great bad. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely instrumental. Not bad. Yeah. What? Very funky. Very jazzy. Not right. when I'm queuing up immediately. Yeah, no, I get it, dude. I get why people don't like fish. And like, yeah. I used to really like them. Now I'm just like, I got to be in the right. Like, how, and much I feel the like same. how much like them? How much like them? I used like, to really like them a lot. Dude. Like, grab your guitar. Head on out the door and follow him around. I would have if I could have. Yeah. But, you know, I would have followed the Grateful Dead if I could have, but I just wasn't old enough. Why would you have done that, though? I just, I, I just trying to get in the headspace. Why you know, would you dude, have done j- that? Just because, like, because um, I'm basically like a hippie at heart. And so, mm. so like. Shit, man, we call you Big Perm because yeah, of the hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, though, when I, when I see those people, I feel like, okay, these are my people. Like, I feel completely comfortable around hippies. Yeah. Oh, it, well, JP, so, okay. It was, what, last year or so, we were all at a, a concert. And they were all playing, and Dave was playing, mm. and the entire crowd was chanting, "Go big perm, go big perm." <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That man. was that was a good time. We, me and Matt, were just talking off air. I was sad that we couldn't do that again this year. Yeah, that that that, yeah. that would have been a good show. Another band who has a huge following, and I I am guilty for seeing them three times in one summer. Huh? Oh, Dave Matthews Band. Me too. I've, I've seen dude, them multiple they times. Ha- their show is incredible. Yes, dude. it is, like, dude. It's a good. I've show. seen him like eleven times. He is an amazing musician. And his band is just phenomenal. Yeah, dude. Um, Carter Beaufort. <laughs> Carter Beaufort, the I'm drummer. I'm feeling a sense of difference in opinion. Let's hear it, John. What do you got to <laughs> say? What do you got to say? I have seen them I either three or four times. Yeah. And it's one of those experiences that, like, for me, strictly for me, mm-hmm. it has diminished as the years have gone yes. on. 
You appreciate it less. I appreciate it mm. so much less. Yeah. Like I saw Maceo Parker mm. open for them before one of the shows, and I appreciate that now more uh-huh. than I did the Dave show itself. I, get I saw it. Michelle and Degiacello mm-hmm. open for them. I appreciate that a lot more than I appreciate the show itself. And it might be kind of me picking up some like cultural detritus. Yeah, because they are made fun of a lot these yeah. days. Yeah, for yeah, sure. and yeah. and I think I think to a certain extent yeah. everybody's faves. Yeah, deserve some shit. It's almost like yeah, it's like Nickelback. You know, Absolutely. everybody makes fun yes. of Nickelback now too. Everybody you know? needs to make make fun. This of Nickelback. is how you yeah, remind me. I really yeah, love awful. the new Taylor Swift album. <gasps> Haven't listened to it. But people give Taylor Swift shit all the time so i listened to some of that because she i knew it. you man yeah <laughs> so i listened shot. to some of that with my wife because yeah. our daughter loves taylor swift yeah see, that's just one and it's a I different it's a different style that's what i liked about it and like, isn't it I like folky i heard it was folky yeah, yeah it's yeah. very and i'm somebody yeah. that doesn't i don't actively listen to yeah. the national bonnie Vare or anything right. that jack right. adenoff does right mm-hmm. but i really enjoyed the album well, I'll have to give it a spin, dude. I'll give anything a try once. Yeah, and I thought it was a good collective effort by all of them. She's a good songwriter, dude. I'll give her She's that. A, she is a songwriter. good songwriter. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. So she and, plays the same type of guitar that I play, and so it's a Taylor guitar, a really nice acoustic guitar. Yeah. Imagine that. And, and so I used to get these these little <sighs> that's magazines. That's built-in sponsor. Fuck, that's built-in sponsorship. Yeah, please, Damn. man. Please. Wow. That girl's been doing Send it. Send me a guitar, please. <laughs> no, I'm talking Taylor Swift, Taylor guitar. Right, exactly. Not, yeah. not Dave Jordan. Taylor. So I knew Dave about Jordan, Taylor Swift. Taylor guitar. I knew about Taylor Dave Swift Jordan like brand. before right. she was ever yeah. famous. Like she was like she was in all she was in all the Taylor magazines and stuff. That was how I learned about her. And then she exploded. So I was working in commercial radio at the time, and I got all of her demos like 2000, 2001. And I'm just like, who the fuck is this chick? Not a fan. And they were terrible. They were just god awful. Uh-huh. And I got like maybe seven or eight. And then all of a sudden, I got this one called Tim McGraw. And I'm like, what the? It's a good song. Is this chick really this desperate? And then I'll be damned if it didn't get picked up. And now here we are. Uh huh. Was that like her big, her first big that was hit? Her, that was yes. her first hit. It got her on the charts. The name she, of the song was Tim McGraw? The name of the song was Tim McGraw. It, okay. was, it was basically a love ballad saying that, you know, we don't have a song. So yeah. whenever I hear Tim McGraw, like, I get, <laughs> I get you know, Christian horny for you. Interesting. Nice synopsis. You know, I man. just want to like grind up against a post, but not your leg. She was more. But now she's 30 and she says fuck. Right. Right. Well, she's had se- she's had the sex a couple times. Congratulations. <sighs> she got away from that Disney deal. I mean, uh, it's last what? week uh-huh. uh, while my parents were in town. I turned on the Sinatra documentary on Netflix. Well, it's, that's it's, another one. It's two parts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I watched that. I think that was originally on HBO, I think. Yeah, isn't it called like all or none or like all or nothing or something some like, shit like yes, that? Yes, yes. He was he was an icon, dude, of his time. Yeah, and what an interesting life he, he won led. an Oscar. Did you know that? Yes. yes. For uh, what was it? What was the? Uh, uh, it wasn't uh, uh, Ocean's. It was a W. It was a World War Two movie. World War. Uh, it II was movie. a World War Two movie. Yeah. Um, we're gonna Google that shit right now. From here to eternity. Yes. From here to eternity. That was, that's what Damn. it is. I want to see that movie. I've never seen it. Me neither. My dad has. He the was book. so talented. Yeah, that, I, yeah, I remember that was a book. Interesting, his his connections to the uh, to the mob but and all of that. He was Sam yeah. Giancana. Say that again. Sam Giancana. Is that one of the mob guys? He was. He in was the uh, Chicago boss. Was, okay, yeah, yeah that's that right. I remember that. A name. very close friend of Frank. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And um, yeah, no, just a fascinating figure, though, mm-hmm. like all the way from his mob connections to civil rights, from being a crooner mm-hmm. to what he grew into right. as like a singer of standards. Uh, one of the first white guys or white people that actually come out like celebrities um, to, yeah, to when, join forces with civil rights leaders. And, and you get like um, Marilyn Monroe and Billie Holiday. But yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. to the degree that Frank did it, mm-hmm. you know, getting getting Sammy Davis Jr. into Vegas. That's right. Yeah, he pretty his much work made with, uh, Sammy. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And um, when Sammy lost his eye, Frank took him in under his wing and basically like pumped him up, pumped his spirit up. And then Sammy like got back. He, he made this huge comeback. It was all because of Frank. It, yeah. you know, like he did a lot for that. All I can see friends. is Phil Hartman in my head. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, what are you doing over there? Yeah, yes. He played the old Sinatra. Yeah. I miss that guy, man. Phil Hartman. He was so good. But he was. Uh, Phil was. He, Phil was spot on with. Yeah. Him. So I was a huge fan of news radio. Oh, yeah. news yeah. radio and got so many it was things right. Not mm-hmm. the same after Love it, after Hartman died and Lovitz right. came on. Right. But now at this point, not to throw shade at any other podcast, but I don't necessarily see Joe Rogan as anything but what he does. Just character on news radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I cannot yeah. listen to the podcast because I don't need to hear about DMT again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was that. But he talks about his experience. Doing so, that. Hey yeah, he says he hated acting like he didn't like putting up with. You know, a lot of people hated other. that show too. In yeah. retrospect, right, I mean, right. Dave Foley it was wasn't not a as fan. popular as as what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. No, no, like because I was that you know dork that was already in radio <laughs> by that point. I was just thinking about it, and um, you know NBC comedy in the nineteen nineties. Must see not TV. a Friends guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I was a Seinfeld guy though. Yeah, Frasier, Seinfeld, yeah, Frasier News was Radio. Yeah, I agree. I still watch Frasier, man. Um I never was, watched News Radio. What never was the one that it. came on after News Radio and I can't it's remember? On Hulu it right had, now, uh, it had uh, Michael J. Fox in it. Spin City. Spin yeah, City. Oh yeah, Spin City. That's that right. Later followed up after he left the show. It was Charlie uh, Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Sheen yeah. Have you guys ever seen the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm with Michael J. Fox in it? Yes. Oh yes, yeah. Well so so speaking of geniuses. Larry David. I'm actually a much bigger Curb fan than I am Seinfeld fan. I still Same love here. Seinfeld, but Same I here. like Curb more. Same here. But I will say this: the last season of Curb. Eh, oh God, I went hot. I wasn't. So, I wasn't too excited. About <laughs> I feel like that. Larry was more Got of an excited asshole. Excited by Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm sorry. Okay. I feel like he was more of an asshole. You have than gone ever. feral, my friend. <laughs> you feel like he was more <laughs> like Larry was more of an asshole than ever. What in the show, to... like we knew he was an asshole before, right? But I feel like he just came on thick with the assholeness. This last season, you mean he's got to be an asshole. Though, I mean, right? like the first episode, he like he like pushed someone's like bike down the sidewalk or something. He well, like the, it was in his way. And he... The spite store, yeah, yeah the, the spite, spite store, store yeah. yeah. Latte Larry's, like everyone had a spite store, dude. Yeah. I will say that Seinfeld has almost improved if you imagine George Costanza as Larry David. Yeah, I, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. That's basically who he was. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Costanza was Larry David. Yeah. Very interesting because I actually was. It's just funny to hear that. Set Costanza. Out loud. Yeah. I was a Curb fan oh, before I was a Seinfeld fan. <laughs> it just kind of uh, just gets, rolls off the tongue. By men and yeah. Costanza. <laughs> uh, I, I can't help not watch. I mean, I just I love that show so much. Sorry. It's a comfort show for me, man. Like it reminds yes. me I can, of that time I can period. cook dinner. I, I put it. I'll like I'll go to Hulu. I'll put it on. I'll cook dinner. 
And if I miss something, I already know what happened. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I can catch it and be like, oh yeah, this part. Yeah. You, you don't know. have to. You don't have to focus on. By it. the way, guys, that meal we ate later, I prepared that in the shower. I thought, oh, yeah. <laughs> germs, germs. <laughs> well, and that's one of the great things about the show too is you get all those show, all those um, storylines. Oh yeah. And you're like, wait, that was in that episode with that storyline. And, and none mm. of it makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. But on top of that, your C storyline. Mm is better than what <laughs> right how many other people are putting out at that point no kidding yeah. no kidding yeah the a storyline that was supposed to be well, well god what was its competitors at the yeah. time nothing it was killing LA law it was yeah. killing everything else yeah. that was another nbc show though right yeah so was, they wouldn't have been competitive to nbc no. had they they just had a, a line of just killers just juggernauts man dude they were banging did you guys watch 90s. friends back in the day no. We just talked about that. No. no. See, I was always told that friends tell friends not to watch friends. I don't watch friends now. I like, had a I girlfriend get, that I get watched it, dude. I get tired of that shit. It's not bad. It's not a bad shit. I knew a chick yeah, back no, in the day. She was a Wiccan, and she was, like, totally crazy. She'd, like, cast mm. spells and shit, right? Wow. And the weird thing was she dated my buddy, and... God, I can't believe I'm going to say this story. So the weird thing was is her boobs pointed in, and we always thought that was strange. Were they fake? We always thought she was witching for water. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, but this chick, uh, like, so I don't even know where I was going with this. Anyway, so she would, like, cast spells and shit mm-hmm. and then roll on. And she uh, she Yo, cast Max, a spell on line. friends for them to break up. Okay. And then, like, six years later, they broke up. She's like, see, So she was, like, not a good Wiccan at all. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not a wizard, Harry. No. <laughs> uh, talk to, as far nah. as Harry goes, uh, right. Harry Potter movies are amazing. Are we going to jump into Harry Potter now? Damn, we are all over. And look, place. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this. Now you got my attention. But Harry Potter, the, the franchise of Harry Potter, is right up there, maybe even better than Star Wars. Hmm. No, 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 no. I have no opinion. And I'm a Star Wars no, fan. No, Trust no, me, I'm a Star Wars fan. No, I know you are, Matt. I, I, I just hear the, like, but I, I love Harry Potter, dude. I think it's just a great franchise. Hmm. It's it's solid. Every movie is solid. I, I, I don't know how. No, but the thing is, now that I'm, like, reflecting on what I'm liking about Star Wars, uh-huh. it's, like, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Right. Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of stuff that I just watched because it was Star Wars. Mandalorian? Do you like Mandalorian? I like the Mandalorian. Like the prequel? Prequel? Did you like the prequels? I did not, no. I did not either. I didn't either. No. I I fell asleep during the first one. It was terrible. I agree. Like I said, there are three movies. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Four movies, technically. (laughs) Four, huh? Four movies. Rogue One. Uh, Then you throw in the Mandalorian. And I like a lot of the Clone Wars yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But past that, there are a lot of Star Wars things that I felt like I watched because I was obligated to. Mm-hmm. I get that. And just to follow the plot, or so you're no, all, no, because it's Star just Wars. Because you're a fan. Yeah. yeah. Because and you want to be I liked up to time. Last with three it. movies. Yeah. I I liked them quite a bit. Have you heard there's plans to re like completely wipe them off the slate? Not a fan of that because I think there's room in everything for the Star Wars expanded universe, which is, might Agreed. be the nerdiest thing that I say on this podcast. I was just I thinking, man. So far, it is. God, um, I, see, I always I thought Force Awakens was good. I didn't like the second one. Tally. I liked it with Mary Poppins it. in space. I did not like that shit. I like just it. there was too much to it. There I was, like the it was a long movie. They yes. could have added that. Mo- I like what they did. They could have added like, that like son of a bitch thought. down. 
But the oh, third they one was good. Absolutely could have edited it down. The third one was a good conclusion to what J.J. Abrams had. Yep. I like J.J. Abrams' interpretation. So then that's on. He did a pretty good job. Is that on Disney or is that on Kathleen Kennedy then for letting I think Ryan her. Johnson do it? I think that's on her. Because she, her contract comes up next year yeah. and they are not renewing it. Good, they should. So next year we will have, for the first time ever, Disney will have complete control over Star Wars. And did you notice she had nothing to do with the Mandalorian? That's the, well, yeah. Exactly. And, that, and there'll be look no, how good I was that say, show there'll is. There'll be no more old old guard, so to speak. Like Star left. Wars was like growing up for us, it was always dirty yep. and dark. Like but was it? Because like, I watched B. Arthur singing in a you know in a Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That was but, a that but was it a does. that was a Did network show. Just as a child or something? No, or, no I'm just saying. Was as a, a kid, show. that was pumped out. Like, yeah, I remember it being on TV. I See, remember watching uh, it. If I we're don't remember it being Ewoks animated, right? You know, I don't remember. I don't remember it then like, being B. Arthur like I do like, now. No one's gonna go into that being like, "This is gonna be." And awesome. by the way, I hated that fucking Ewok animated shit. And horrible. I watched yeah. that. I it loved was horrible. it. Carrie Fisher's I all tried out. so hard. Yeah, she sure was, dude. Yeah, you can see her nose bleeding in a couple scenes. The stories she behind was in Space Blue Brothers sure. are so hilarious. Yeah, that's another about one. all of that. And if you think about how that basically occurs, like in between episodes three and four. Yeah, because that was right in between four there. and five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like there was a lot of cocaine oh, yeah. going on oh, in Chicago yeah. in the outlying Chicago area at that point in I'm, time. I'm You're pretty sure that was the greater cocaine belt yeah. of yes, the United cocaine. States. You're talking <laughs> like the late 70s, early 80s when these movies were being made. Well, and wasn't... That's, it, it was such... It was well, thriving it was, then. That wasn't was the Carrie culture. Fisher in yeah. uh, the Blues Brothers movie? Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what that's, I was just... That's a lot, she that was like into, the, yeah. um, a lot of coke going on. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, she was like the manic pixie dream girl of the Blues Brothers movie. Yeah, they loved her. Oh, they loved her. She shoot the machine gun in the sewer at one point, and it's like... How hot is that? Yeah. That's super hot. And then you turn around and look at her at the Roseanne roast and you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Or in in 30 Rock. Oh, she was great in 30 Rock, though. 30 Rock. That was. That was it. That that wasn't my Princess Leia. I'm sorry. Never follow a hippie to a second location, Lemon. (laughs) (laughs) But she was badass. She was in uh, something about Mary. Yes. No, no, it's not something about Mary. No, no she was, was in. Uh, was she in something about when Mary? Harry no. Sally, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. the hell was I? Well, she was in. Uh, I mean, if we're going stoner flick, she was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike oh, Back. She was, yeah. With <laughs> she the cinnamon was, buns, right? She was the nun that was going to give him a lift, and she's like, "What? You, 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 the rules of the road?" And Jay thought it was like, "Well, you're supposed to go down on her," <laughs> <laughs> and he tries it, <laughs> and she is not having it. She slaps him. Yeah, they throws him out. Speed down the Carrie road. Fisher would not have it. <laughs> Didn't even slow down for those little punkers. No. I've never seen those movies. Oh my god, man. You would think that I had seen those movies, wouldn't you? The Jay and Silent Bob movies. I would think you'd seen Jay and Silent Bob. Those don't, again, those don't like hit right. the same yeah. at this point in time. You're yeah. right. Kind of had to be in Anybody it seen the, the reboot? No. no. It's it's on Amazon Prime. Is it really? Yep. Is it the same dude? That, no. So it's the same guys. Jason Mewes. Uh-huh. You've you've got them all. Was Kevin? Uh, what's the guy's Kevin name? Kevin Smith. Was, was, he, was he, he? was in those too, right? Yeah, Affleck's in Is it. He? Oh wow. Affleck's Jason like Jason Lee. Yep. Jason Lee. They do the. <laughs> Dogma was cool. Dogma yeah, was Dogma cool was great. I liked Dogma. I liked Mallrats quite a bit. Love Mallrats. Mallrats. Good, yeah. Chasing Amy was. Kind of weird. Uh, kind of questionable. 
um, Clerks was revelatory mm-hmm. at the point that I right. saw it. And that was that weird, like, early to mid-90s mm-hmm. cinema revolution that yeah. we all kind of had. Yeah, like, like Empire Records and other movies like that. There's like Fiction, that. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. those of us of, like, a certain age. Yeah. There's a huge cult for that movie. For which one? There is. Yeah, there absolutely is. For which I, one? I remember the first time clerks. for Clerks. The for first clerks. time I yeah, saw yeah. Clerks, a buddy of mine was like, have you seen this movie? And I'm like, I don't even know what it is. He pops it in. It was, you know, maybe six, seven months after it commercially came yeah. out. And I'm blown away. This is the best black and white movie I've ever seen in my life. Isn't it And it's funny? so 90s, man. Yeah. Like, it's... It epitomizes the, the chick time. having sex with the dead guy in the back. And it oh yeah, well. it, it I don't. I don't think a lot of them wear well. No. Um, it holds up still. There are some areas that it holds up quite well, right? But there are some areas where it's like, oh shit, yeah, really. Fuck like, you, Steve, Dave. Clerk, yeah. <laughs> Clerks 2, he's like, I'm bringing this back. I'm like, right. no, we're not. No, no, I didn't need Clerks 2. Clerks 2 was all right. That wasn't that good. It, it was wasn't, all right. It was, I didn't need a sequel good. to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. I didn't need a reboot of Jay and Silent yeah. Bob Strike Back. But I think you, after you watch it, you're going to say to yourself, you know what? I still don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, that covers so much of my life. I really didn't need that. That's everything, I think, right there. Yeah. That's how I feel about 2020. Yeah. I probably don't need that, but I did it anyway. If you guys are looking for anything new to watch, um, uh, I just got done watching um, What We Do in the Shadows. (laughs) That's excellent. It's on Hulu. I love that. I saw both seasons already. You've watched the movie. No, he Have probably has movie? not. No, I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, it's based on the uh, movie. Um, it was a New Zealand it, movie, actually. Yep. Jermaine Clement. Really? Yep. yep. Um, and of course, you know, old dude from the uh, Flying Clank, from uh, Flight of the Conchords. So they took it and they made yes. it into a television The guy with the pompadour, yeah. the hair. Yes. Um, Can't think of his name. No, Jermaine Clement is the guy's name. Uh, mm. I was thinking of Taika Waititi. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Didn't he? Uh, I think it's on Rock. Yeah. I think Amazing it was on movie. FX, and I didn't know about it. it was no, a total it's, movie. That, and it's my, a great show. And my yeah, brother-in-law Caleb told me about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> well, and, and it's, it's like the most. It's the funniest goddamn thing ever. <laughs> and it's like taking the piss out of vampires. It's got to be so accurate. Is <laughs> What is it? Why are people so fascinated with vampires? I wonder. Same reason why people are fascinated with. Monsters and witches and, and stuff. Witches yeah. and, and UFOs and great aliens. Show, yeah. It's great an amazing show. show. It's, it's funny as shit, dude. It's clever. It's very it's clever. Great cast. Great writing staff. Mm-hmm. Watch um, it. Watch it. Matt, you, I'm assuming. Have you seen it, Dave? No. No, I told no. him about it all. So, off the so, mic. so I wrote it. I wrote it down. Yeah. So imagine, cue. imagine it's like a frat house, right? So you've got maybe like six, seven dudes kind of living in a house. Mm-hmm. Only these dudes live forever. And there's an angry, pissy old dude living in the basement. And that frat house is the deltas from Animal House. So this is a comedy then. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. yes. So you'll get like two dry. dudes. It's right? dry. It's very it's dry. dry hell, yeah. You'll get two dudes together and they'll start arguing. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, they'll start hissing at each other. Oh, and yeah. they'll be flying up in the air. And then they'll settle back down and be okay and move on about their business. All right, I'll have to check. I think Lazarus there. is a Lazarus. <laughs> yes, I, I, he's my favorite character. On is that yes. the dude in the basement? I don't, rem- I don't remember. No, he's the guy who's like the uh, the he sucks the. Uh, he's like the Nosferatu, right? He kind of sucks the life out of you or something, yeah. the fun yeah. out of you. 
Maybe he'll just like talk to you like, hey, you know, this is not, <laughs> and just bores the shit out of you and you pass away. And he just eats off of that. Yeah. Yes. Chubby bro. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the best? He's like, man, you look like Gilbert, dog. <laughs> did you guys watch True Blood back in the day? I did. That, uh, no. that, was that horrified me. First no. couple seasons were good, but then no. it just got really shitty. Dude. That horrified me. Interview with so a vampire. There's a, a scene movie. in that where they're taking V. Which in that, like vampires come out, right? Yeah. And they've created synthetic blood so yeah. vampires can be normal. So mm-hmm. what the fuck's people. that all about? Yeah. So anyway, now you get all these supernatural elements that pop out. So these these people are taking vampire blood. So somewhere there's a vampire and he's you know he he's a he's a he's a big dude that tried to slim down before, but he got turned into a vampire as a fatty, so now he's an eternal fatty mm-hmm. and he's ugly. He's me, basically, as a vampire, <laughs> just sitting there sad all the time, shoving his fucking face with hostess ding-dongs because he can't get any fatter. Right. <laughs> right. And the vampire blood, like, makes humans get high. Right. right, and they get high. Well, one of them decides to, like... I don't. He 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 got like sex on it or something, right? Yeah, and it gives him, like, a boner for, like, four or five <laughs> hours. And they're like, dude, you, you did V, really? And they have there's a whole graphic scene in that. Yeah, that's a drain the dude. That's Jesus. Suki's brother, I right. think. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it horrified me. Snooky? I stopped watching Suki. That. Oh, Suki. So the lead, the lead in like, that is Suki. How the hell did Snooky Stackhouse. Suki Stackhouse. That's her brother Jason. Just, Jason gotta... Stackhouse. Did your, did your wifey? Did you oh, yeah, we that watched that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my daughter was conceived after me, watching a couple of those episodes. That's like, show. yeah. <laughs> JP put his head down. Hey, man, I'm not feral. <laughs> if you have a vampire boner for more than four hours... Do, Consult do, do. your dark physician, oh, mm. and he will stick a needle in your wang and drain it off. Talk about vampires. Let's talk about some vampire movies. Interview with a Vampire, Brad Pitt. What do you think about that one? Was that a lesson in homoerotica? Maybe. Because I feel like that was Anne Rice's, like, wet dream yeah. right there. Oh, Brad Pitt. And, <laughs> and that guy... <laughs> One vampire movie that scared the shit out of me was uh, Bram Stoker's. Was it Bram Stoker's? Was it Bram Stoker's? The original yeah, that Black shit. White? It was the one that came out in the 90s. Okay. Yes. With Gary Oldman that, and Winona Ryder. Dude, I saw that at the movie Keanu theater. Reeves with the yes. worst British accent oh God, on the yeah. fucking As planet. As Jonathan Harkness. <laughs> but there were some parts in that movie. Harkness. Like, I know my Stoker, damn it. <laughs> I could feel the hair on the back of my neck stand up. That was a good one. Gary Oldham, That was some though. scary shit. You know, one day we're all going to just, like, look in the mirror and fucking realize we're Gary Oldham. Damn, that guy's a good actor. Is that the Gary dude that Oldman. played Dracula in that movie? Ham that really creepy-looking old yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old man. I'd rather have old man old I remember it well. I can still remember what that what he looked like. Well, like the, freaky, um, man. the that uh, suit they put on him as Dracula. The, the, the like big muscle bat? on the exterior. Oh, yeah. That was one of the creepiest goddamn things, and Tom yes. Waits as Renfield, yeah, dude, is incredibly creepy. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a Tom Waits guy. I was after that. Yeah, I I like Christmas Card from a Hooker in Minneapolis, <laughs> and after that, and uh, the 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 way down in the hole, <laughs> the theme from The Wire. Yeah, that's a good one. As a white hipster, um, <laughs> but after that, I'm kind of like done with Tom Waits. Yeah. Except for Bram Stoker, yeah, he was great in that. That that was a, that scared the shit out of me, man. No, it it scared the shit out of me too, and I was 
I mean, was, if that was 1993, I was going to say was, we were right at that age. I was 15, 16. Yeah, I would have been about 14. No, I'd have been no. I, I would have been about that age. Uh, thinking, okay, I would have been 13. I was yeah. going to say I'm thinking I was a lot younger than that. Yeah, you're. You're old. I was thinking. I, am, I was thinking about. God. Yeah. I was thinking about 13, 14, maybe 15, maybe 15. You guys want to watch a scary movie? This is how scary movies start, Exactly. Right? <laughs> On Netflix. I think I told oh God. you. This is a... <laughs> this... So, hey. So, hey, you guys want to see, you guys want to watch a scary movie? Yeah. <laughs> sure, Dave. Sure, Dave. <laughs> Tell what us. What are you talking about, Dave? Tell me the scary movie. So, probably the scariest movie I've ever seen is a documentary. I think I've told you guys about it. It's the one called The Nightmare. It's about sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. I, oh, man. Can I find that somewhere? It's on Netflix. Oh. Still? Have you ever had that? See, I looked on Netflix, and it's not there anymore. Fuck. Yeah. So we talked about yeah, that before. It, yeah. Dave told a story about sleep paralysis, oh, and I kind of told one of mine, too. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? It's been, um, it's never been anything consistent. That's been but, my experience. You know, it's, it it's one of those things that pops up every now and then. Really? Whenever it happens, do do you get like a sense of doom? Does it, or what kind of, what, describe what happens. Dave, I have a general sense of doom. It's more of just a. <laughs> is, it, is it gloomy or doom? It's a uh, paralysis and a uh-huh. fear of immediate death. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's very do you terrifying. see anything in it? Not rationally, no. No. Um, well, well, okay, so consider, what about, what about you consider the state that you're typically in at the point where you're in sleep paralysis. You're in a state right between sleep and wake. Yeah, you're not. Totally you're not. Conscious. You're not a hundred percent firing on all cylinders. No. So in retrospect, you always have to rationalize what kind of things happen to you when you're mm-hmm. asleep. Well, the scientific explanation is that your brain is in REM sleep yeah, REM, mode, REM mode, but your physical body wakes yeah. up. But when you're in REM sleep mode, your body paralyzes itself yes. so that you don't act out your dreams. Yes. Hmm. Do you have you heard it? Have have you heard about these these uh, experiences that people have with sleep paralysis, where they where they encounter these like shadow beings? Have you ever heard yeah. of that? Yeah. You, have you have you had that experience? Where I have never had someone? that experience, but I know that it, that's like the mm-hmm. basis of like incubi and succubi, right? Right. And things yeah. Of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it happen to me one okay. time. Okay. Yeah. It was fucking terrifying, dude. Really? Yeah. And at that point in my life, man, I was. Um, I was very much an atheist. I had like no room in my brain to explain what the fuck happened to me. Yeah. So did that change your religious views? Then? It, it was like the spark that triggered me to because Dave of... Dave now plays in a church band, and I I mean honestly I I don't see you doing that, but well, if you me. enjoy it, <laughs> they pay me. Jesus pays. Well, dude. the Lord does supply. I mean, without getting too deep into it. I'm not like uh, I'm not like a traditional Christian or anything. So are, you're there for the cash. You're not oh, there for I, the word. I, you don't have to. I mean, you know, you believe what you believe. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. no, mm-hmm. no. I just uh, and, and I'm not trying to shame you for your belief oh, no, 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 or no, no, why no. you're playing. No, I know at all. No, I'm just curious. I'm as, a weirdo deist oh, kind of 
So, dude, like, I, I used everything to... Everything applies to everything. I used to go to, like, the, you know, the Buddhist kinda, church and meditate. Yeah. Like, I'm very open to all that stuff. So, I'm not, like, so with me... So, I no longer consider myself to be an atheist anymore. Like, I definitely believe that... You know, I was there at one time, too. I think I was an atheist but, at one point. But now, I don't subscribe to, like, any one, like, religious right. belief either. But no. I'm pretty well convinced that, like, after we die... Our consciousness keeps going because there's a shit ton of evidence for it. I like to think that I'm religiously unaffiliated, which is fine, dude. So you want to know like one of the most common things that happens to people when they have near death experiences? Of course, that you hear like the 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 white light and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Almost always in these near death experiences, the person is greeted by somebody, someone they know. And if they're a Christian, it's usually Jesus. If they're an atheist, it's probably like their mom or somebody from their life that was important. So and and people all over the world report this shit, and it's all kind yeah. of uh, tailored to their beliefs. But there are atheists who had that near death experience, yeah, and then they come back from, it and they're like, "I believe." In Absolutely, that. dude. My mom, my parents yeah. had a friend that had one, and yeah. actually, before the experience, that scenario, yeah, yeah. So 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 before that experience, this this friend of my parents that had the near death experience was like a church goer. After he had that experience, he totally quit going to church he he was convinced that that was a bunch of crap wow but it but it uh he remained very spiritual like he definitely believed that the experience that he had was real he just didn't like buy what they were selling at his local church yeah and i think a large part of that is when we're in that situation the first thing that our brain is going to go to is probably a source of comfort yeah i get it whether that would be you know our thoughts about whomever yeah, somebody you know, that was important in our exactly, lives. Exactly, right, yeah. right, right. Exactly, whether it is Jesus Christ or our mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People report all kinds of different yep. things, but they but they almost all report seeing somebody. I'm or curious. even in the state of mind that you're at when you're going into that. You mentioned DMT earlier. You know, that's what happens yeah. when you die, man. Your brain yep. shoots out a bunch of... Or, shoots like out a bunch of endorphins and DMT chemicals. feel that you're seeing hell, DMT, yeah. is that maybe the state of mind that you were in? Yeah when you were going into this death or near death situation. Sure. I'm a firm be. believer that, that hell and heaven is what you make it on the way out. I tend to agree with that. You put yourself in heaven or you put yourself in hell. I think the I ultimate think you, question of yeah. human humanity is personal responsibility. You're given. And we right. derive our own path. I think you take whatever you have with you. And if you have a lot of anger, yeah. then you're going to be an angry... Right. You're going to be gonna have to be this angry entity or, or angry energy that you're going to be... Now, if you loved and you and you knew how to love things more than yourself, then you're going to take that with you, man. Yeah. And here's the other thing that's kind of freaky, man. People also report, like, hellish experiences oh, yeah. when they have near-death experiences. Oh, yeah. It's not always yeah, yeah. heavenly shit. Right, Sometimes and that's what I was kind of going towards yeah, with the negativity. Yeah. Yeah. It's... You get some bad shit. Yeah. 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 So I haven't studied the negative experiences. It seems like they're much more rare than positive experiences, but only it does because, happen. You know, I think it's only because you don't want to talk about that. Well, you I come think back the negative ones, the negative ones Could don't be. sell. Right. Well, fuck, I'd, li- I'd, you know, I'd man, buy a book. I'd there, buy a there's book something about to right, that. Absolutely. You're 100% right. There but is, is everybody that. going to buy? Right. People want hope. They don't want to be told, hey, you might I don't mean to, you know, cast shade on something that was written about a kid but you know like the uh, Colton Burpo stuff right but still what's that I don't know that uh, he was a kid that allegedly saw heaven 
Oh, okay. That's the kid and that came later, back and then wrote. Yeah, the, they wrote the book. Heaven is for real. Oh, okay. I, His I know that dad book. wrote the book for him, and he, he he's down recanted later. Right? On. No, 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 no. I always say that. And he recanted later on. Did he? Interesting. Saying this was something that was pulled out of me by my parents. Wow, wow interesting. Yeah, man, you got to be really careful when it comes to religious stuff, man, because. People don't always have the best intentions. No. That's for sure. No. And it's, yeah. It's a, at it, deep down at its core, I think religion is a means of control. I don't disagree at all. I mean, being a, being a fan of mythology and looking, the Catholic religion came about because a group of government officials decided, I need a way. I have a group of people who believe differently than what my core people believe. So we need to get together because there's more of them than there is of us now. Yeah. I think a good way to look at it is this is a method of survival for our society. Right. Yes and no. It's it's the Patton Oswalt sky cake, sky pie kind of thing in a way. But um like the Old Testament specifically. Oh well. Like the Old Testament specifically is a great set of rules to survive in the desert yes see that bush don't touch it and, and <clears throat> but it's an angry god mm-hmm. i have a theory about the bush it's not, my, it's not my theory other people have a theory about the bush and the new testament is a modified version because god got a lot nicer it's more user he absolutely like, did right yeah. he absolutely did because you're out of the desert mm-hmm. you're out of you can you can, regardless of what Leviticus says, you tramp again. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and when you get into the Quran, it's even, you know, a little bit further out of that. The Quran is just weird. Have you, you have you read the Quran? Yes. I've read parts of the Quran. I haven't gotten all the way through it. The strongest part of that book is when somebody asks Muhammad, so can I punch the guy that punches me? in church he's like yeah absolutely yeah why not I mean he's and being however dick. you determine how that verse is written is up to you interesting so people and in, people interpret that differently yeah so what's the so you've read the entire Quran yeah so what's your interpretation as far as um, people using it as an excuse for violence did you read it as an excuse for violence I did not Anyone but will use I'm, anything. Yeah, exactly. For violence. I, exactly. It is in our in our nature to Absolutely. destroy ourselves. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. And we're going to do it no matter what. Human beings are. We are electrically powered meat machines. We're a virus that are frequently bent on destruction. Yeah, yeah. we're a virus. I mean, if you really look at it, we kind of are a virus compared to everything else on the planet. Because everything else lives in harmony, right? Right. People come along. We have well. We can't live over there. We have to cut a tree down to make a house. We're Too smart way. for our own good. Right. We're the only ones but that destroy our. We're the only the only animal or the only organism that's autonomous that moves around that doesn't have a means to defend ourselves. We we don't have claws. I don't I don't have a spike shooting out my back, so nothing you know can run around. I have a giant fucking brain. Yep. yep. And I can think mm-hmm. my way out of things. Because back in the day, you'd have a saber-toothed tiger that would come in and just decimate everything, right? Then man showed up. So the tiger would come in, still tear everything up, 
and 20 minutes down the way the tiger's cool he's you know but here comes man and then they attack the tiger and tiger runs away some more and tiger's done at this point you know he's good he's in the free you know, 20 minutes later here comes another dude we just keep coming yeah. and chipping away at him until we get us, it yeah. and now there's way too many of us doing just that yeah it's scary, man. Man, I, and I've said it before, like, as a whole, mankind right now is only in our adolescence. Like, we're just now yeah. getting to the age of 13 where we can, you know, look above the counter and maybe buy the smokes for our parents I if this was the 50s. We're much more technologically advanced we than are, we are. We are, but we don't mentally. know how to use it now. Right. As, as a species, as a whole, we don't know how to live in harmony with the, with the, with the world. We're, we're just tearing it up. No, Homo sapiens have been around for, what, 100,000 years? A long out of, time. Give or take, yeah. Think about how the, I mean, if you we're know, talking the first about, about Australo- post-Australopithecus afarensis right. hominids we've got, we've got a very short space of time versus the time of hominids, you know, post-ape hominids in general. But mm. if you also look at it, that's a different timeline, too, because at that time, at that age in the world, there was multiple versions of yeah. people. So you would have several different people, species different running around. Hominids. Yeah. One of different the sapiens, hilarious almost. parts of evolution is that Homo sapiens came out as the top. Right. We, we can't be the top. No, we are just a bunch of... We're, we're just scraping by at this yeah, point. We beat the odds, we're, man. We're just... Yeah, we did that. We're just that we rat the at the sinking ship that made yeah. it. We yeah. did it. We got off that ship, got on the Panag- Patagonia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Reproduced enough. That's because that's what we do. Yep. You yeah, know what, man. man? I may not be able to do much. But do can, it soon. We've I got my like kids. <laughs> seven to nine months. This is kind of viable. Yeah. Uh, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Seven to and, nine. And, and the and reason it, why we did it is because we have a brain. That well, well, we can critically think things. A so, big brain with a bunch of folds in it. Right. Yeah. yeah right. It's true. And well, our ancestors. So you would have had others that were giants. They would have they would have needed more carbs and more fuel to keep moving. They would have burned out. You would have had Neanderthals or Neanderthals, however you want to say it. You would have had those guys who they were they were maybe not the smartest guys, but they knew how to get shit done. But there's still a bunch of people like that. And now. there's now as a result, <laughs> like we well, we interbred with them. And there's like five percent of the population now, like five to six percent of the population. If you're from Asia, uh, Asia Minor, Europe, what is it, uh uh and I think what the Icelandic continents, then you have yeah. that that DNA in you. All of us have Neanderthal DNA in. Us. I had one of those DNA tests. Oh, uh-huh. and I am that bitch. Uh, but <laughs> actually, no, sixty five percent. Damn, I, I'm one of the rare people that doesn't have that. Really? Yeah. Uh, which was kind of weird. Where the hell are you from? Yeah. <sighs> Strictly Europe. Me too. Wow. Strictly. Strictly. Strictly wow. and completely, which is this weird thing because I kind of like chuckle to myself. How many white supremacists would love to have oh, this? No kid. And it's like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> John, I know what you are, dude. Have fun, buddies. Yeah, no kidding. Right? John's a humanoid. Mm. <laughs> the Bobby Heenan humanoid, or some kind of. I hate your 
<laughs> I just watched that the other night. Grandma's boy. So how much are clothes in the Matrix, JP? <laughs> Damn, Dante, your ass is yeah, tanner than my your face. Your ass is tanner than my face. I'm not babe. that JP. That is like <laughs> another <laughs> alternate dimension. I love that cat, though. Oh, yeah. mm, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> anyway, I'm... so let's end the show right now on this up note so mm-hmm. if you would like if you find value in our show and you would like to sponsor us please feel free to reach out go to patreon.com slash anybody anybody the, the old, old 77 <laughs> podcast sorry i fell asleep the, first the new guy was even gonna do it i was yeah. looking for my sheet is on man. it man i was Absolutely. looking for my sheet but i remembered it right patreon.com patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast and you yeah. can email us at the old 77 podcast.com or you can call the listener line at 573-246-0779 thanks for listening guys we'll see you later peace adios <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that was the old 77. It's a safe place in an unsafe world. <laughs>